0: Welcome to Cultivation Conversation A podcast for growers, by growers This will be unscripted, freewheeling conversation Between two buds with different perspectives We hope to shed some light on some of the often confusing And controversial topics in the world of cannabis cultivation From planning and setup, to germination and harvest With everything else in between We want you to sit back, relax, get something to smoke on And enjoy the show, this should be fun thanks for listening. Welcome to uh, Cultivation Conversation Podcast, episode 11. My name is The Real Green Monster. I'm here with my buddy and co-host, Captain Autoflower. What's How are you uh, doing tonight, Captain?
1: Uh, I'm great. I'm great. I'm excited to be here with you for episode 11.
0: Yeah, these are just flying by.
1: I know. It's crazy. Um, yeah, we're really excited about all the feedback and new listeners we, we've gotten from some some great episodes we just put out so um yeah welcome everybody
0: yes welcome welcome to the party
1: yeah yeah um usually we, what do you, you got know, going on we keep it casual like we we kind of just talk about what's going on and in our grows and the people we're talking to grows and um yeah right now i got a i got a full ass tent um got a lot of plants and they're they're all between like three and four feet tall and um it's a little bit overwhelming for my you know my hand watering techniques and my uh upstairs in the attic there but man i I just love it i every second i'm up there it's it's like peace man I'm finding like a little zen when i'm when I'm doing that stuff so I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it for the world, really. But I know you're. Yeah. uh You're. You're the auto pots guy yourself. And oh,
0: I love them, man. I mean, I got too much shit going on. I just. I literally wouldn't have the time to hand water even if I wanted to. So it. Uh, they help me out a lot. Um, I think you said it best. I mean, it's basically like a cheat code. Once you dial it in and you, you learn how they work, it's. Uh, it's pretty easy. Can't. I can't lie.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean. You know. Easy is usually good, not not always, not always. Um, I could definitely benefit, I think, from a little added ease to my setup, though. And um, you were talking to me earlier about, like, a little home, home-built home watering device that uh, yep. I thought, thought you should try to explain.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I, I've built quite a few of these, and I... I have one pretty much at every spot I'm running because sometimes you do need to um, you know, hand water, especially when you're getting them set up for the first time and you want to make sure you get the pots nice and wet. I will take like a, uh, an old broomstick or even a, a piece of lumber or anything. Take some vinyl tubing and zip tie it or duct, ta- duct tape it to the, to the tube, to the pole connect that tubing to like a some sort of reservoir even a five gallon bucket will do throw a submersible pump in there plumb the pump to the uh, flexible tubing It mm-hmm. just it will slip right on put a little valve on the end like a shutoff valve and boom you have a homemade watering wand with
1: you know nice uh, yeah just you know any as big of a reservoir as you need and yeah you, you could theoretically extend that broomstick too for as, as long as you need and use as much yep. as tu- as much tubing as you as you need too. So Yeah.
0: I but, usually put the shut off valve at the top of the handle, like where I'm holding it. That way there I shut it off. Now keep in mind there's always way more water in that tube even after you shut it off than you think. So you shut it off, let the water drain, and then move on to the next one. Gotcha. Um, I quickly learned that you'll spray your whole friggin room otherwise
1: <laughs> yeah uh, well you know maybe the first couple times have a, a couple towels handy but shit if I've learned anything from watching South Park over the years it's that you should always have a have a towel on hand <laughs> <laughs> anybody got a towel <laughs> <laughs> the, um, oh. Yeah, dude, that's that's a great, great little, um, great little tool. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get myself these these parts, invest in like, a, I would classify it as like automated hand watering almost. It's a nice little like.
0: Yeah, instead of breaking your back taking all the pots out, bending over, um, I think you'll like this much better. It'll make it a little bit easier for you, and you still get that, you know, uh, for lack of better words, intimacy with the plant, you know, and get to be there, you know, it's, be one in the garden.
1: It's really, uh, it's it's more about how they look at you when you're when you're giving them their their life-sustaining nutrients and and water.
0: Thank you, Daddy.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's.
0: Thank it's, you, it's, plant, Daddy.
1: It's uh, you can't really can't really describe it unless unless you've done it yourself um like like, uh, I'm sure a parent will tell you and you know it's uh, you know I do I'm sure even if I had such um a tool to make my life easier in the garden I would still every once in a while take them out um you know it's a good way just to give them like a once over I'll, I'll take off you know any any leaves from the bottom that i see are like uh, not getting any light there might be yellowing up and and wilting um i take that time yep. to you know give them a good inspection um
0: yeah scout for pests yeah, whatever yeah
1: exactly um and uh yeah of course that's that's usually when i'm taking pictures too so uh
0: yeah, yeah yeah
1: it's the the, the and you talk dirty light. to them, and they like it <laughs> like that, you know. Exactly, exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, they know when it's picture time. They 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 seem to they seem to perk right up, and uh,
0: yeah, it's photogenic bitches. You
1: no, know, they they love it. They love it. But uh, um, you know, it's I definitely yeah, I'm I'm gonna try it out. But you know, I'm still old school like that, man. And I think having that that real intimacy with like you know being able to give them spin them around you know look at every every angle of them and um that is important to me at least and the way that i like to grow so um yeah but maybe maybe cut that back to like once every 10 days or something not not every other day for for christ's sake i mean it's it's a lot of work man
0: oh yeah especially you know uh the bigger they get too you know and and you're trying to move things out without breaking branches. And, uh, yeah, yeah, holy it can, crap, they can get cumbersome.
1: I know. So um, I had them like, you know, they're they're kind of like locking locking limbs almost. The, the the branches are starting to like bend down a little bit. They got got some butt on them, and they're like maybe maybe crossing up a little bit, and um, it's hard to hard to get them split from one another so I can take them out and sometimes I'm like, oh shit, I'm pull, pulling on another plant's branch and um, it's... So I've been doing this thing now where I take the uh, garden wire, you know, that green padded LST Oh, I wire, love that shit, man. Um, And I just... I'm just like making a circle of it maybe 10, 12 inches up from the bottom of the plant like around the center stem and all the satellite branches and I'm just kind of like you know twisting that um, at the end just you know tightening up that circle that I made and just kind of bringing all those branches in a little bit like you know most people they're they're trying to LST and split everything up give everything more light like my problem right now is that these plants are, are just too damn big and they're like you know, sp- spreading their damn, their 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 plant spreading in the pl- in the tent, you know, and that's um, we can't allow. Sounds that. like some
0: sounds like some first world shit. First <laughs> world problems.
1: Some pl- There's some serious plant spreading, and we just cannot allow that to happen. So, I'm benefiting from like the buds being a little bit closer together, and um, yeah, I don't know, my my light, like you you know. The amount of light that i have is still penetrating through that canopy and getting to
0: you said penetrating
1: yeah <laughs> i did i did There's so many uh dude i try so hard to to not um you know get, not do the sexual innuendos when i'm when i'm making posts and stuff on I mean, it's just so hard when you're when you're talking plants and the
0: you said hard. <laughs> oh
1: my god, dude! It's taking me back to what's was what the show? Beavis and Butthead. Yes, that was a classic. Uh, Mike Judge, dude. You know, it was the same, the I same know. guy.
0: That, that man's responsible for like a lot of classics. I,
1: I, I yeah, you wouldn't wouldn't even know really if you know, King of the Hill, um, Idiocracy office space. I'm, I was just uh, going to say
0: office space, I mean...
1: It's really wild, end.
0: yeah. I'm oh, sorry for the crumbling, I'm getting some rosin ready. Oh,
1: yes, yes. Now,
0: now, captain's aware, I did a big fat dab before the show started, and I coughed my brains out ridiculously. So, most of the time, my rosin gets like, I'll melt it into a bowl, just smoke it that way. It's a little bit milder, not to worry about like, choking my brains out.
1: Yeah. I think it was you took one a little bit too hot. I think that may have been your problem, but uh, it's
0: coming in hot.
1: Whew, I do that all the time, man. That's if you're not taking ridiculously fat dabs off of a really hot banger, and you just ain't living. I don't know. I don't know what I can do for you.
0: <sighs> yeah, that's why I want one of those emails because you can get it to like the perfect temperature. There's no, like, waiting for it to cool down and, like, going through a can of butane, like, every two days. Um, you just, like, you know, boom, turn it on, set it, and forget it.
1: Yeah, like, there's a couple, of fucking couple tools out there. Pay
0: opens. Yeah, um, like what? Uh,
1: I've seen one called, like, the Dab Dabrite, I think, where it doesn't, you know, you still use a torch and you can use, like, any, any kind of banger you want, um, but it just really... Um, It'll read the temperature digitally of the banger and give you, like, a green light when it's in that. There's something I was
0: thinking about doing. I don't know if it'll work or not. So I have a pretty nice multimeter that I use, you know, when I'm doing electrical work. And it has a, um, like, a thermal probe um, as an accessory. But I don't know if it'll get hot enough to... uh, you said, <laughs> we could do this all night. But, I
1: know, no, um, gotta <laughs> I know, um, <laughs> I got to stop.
0: I know. I started it, so. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if, if it will get, like, hot enough um, or read, you know, that hot of a temperature. I'm not sure.
1: I'll yeah, to, yeah, that's, I know, that. that's the thing. I think some, like, some of the, if they use, like, a laser to, to read the temperature, they're, uh, calibrated for certain um, s- certain surface types as well. It may not work. Yeah, right. trying to use those
0: laser on the glass is, is difficult. Yeah, you have to get like that etched part at the bottom. You know what I mean? Like to really get, because otherwise it just bounces off and it doesn't it yeah, doesn't read right. It Just exactly. bounces all over the place. I've tried. I have always a laser thermometer, and uh, no, I oh. did. I thought I was so smart. I'm Like, dude, let's grab the thermometer, bruh. For again. And then it's like you point it at it, and it's like bouncing all over the place because it just can't read it.
1: Making me these lasers and refracting lasers going wrong makes me think of, uh, what's that movie? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids.
0: Oh, wow, dude. (laughs) I forgot about that movie. Remember that stupid movie? I do, actually. Uh, And the reason I I, uh, remember it so well is because... Uh, my father never really took us to the movies a whole lot. It was kind of expensive. I grew up with three brothers. Um,
1: it still is expensive.
0: Yeah, I know, and uh, but that was one of the movies he took us to. It was a good movie.
1: Hell yeah! I watched it. Uh, I watched it on weed the other day, man. Really, really freaked me out. I gotta say, <laughs>
0: everything's better on weed.
1: <laughs> it sure is. Uh, <laughs> it sure is, but. Yeah, yeah, highly recommended. Um
0: <coughs> highly.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, 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 oh. Um so yeah, what else do I got going on up there? It's Um, you know, looking into I'm starting to think about harvest. It's uh, you know, the the autoflower roller coaster seems to just go so damn fast once you get into once you get past week four or five and they're, like, fully grown, um, you know, maybe I'd say, like, week six, right around, like, day 40, 42, mm-hmm. something like that, yeah. Right around there, the time just starts to fly, man. The, the, the weeks just fly by, and you go from, like, oh, I'm on day 42 to, shit, I'm on day 65, and <laughs> they're, like look they look ready to be harvested it's just a matter of letting them you know ripen up a little bit bulk up a couple more weeks and um you know i'm 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 going to be thinking about what to do with all these things and um i of course have the drying location already in the basement it's um you know it's as, as cold as it'll get even on the hottest days so far it's been like a, a high of 68 down there i think so um, I'm pretty happy with that, man, you know, over, over the yeah, summer. Yeah, as
0: long as you keep it under 70, you, you'll be good. Now, when you bring those plants down into the basement, the the people you have tied up, to, can they see them? <laughs>
1: no, no, well, they're, they're hanging from meat hooks um, in the <laughs> far corner that are, yeah, they... Uh, yeah, so they they don't see anything. Um, they they have blindfolds on as well. So. Oh, perfect, perfect. <laughs> no, I, so you're doing I all right. Don't have any any people you know, on meat hooks in my basement. Everybody, <laughs> I don't need any any comments out there. It's, uh, just just got a drying uh, drying <laughs> and setup. And what my soil mixing location now? I know. Uh, is, now you you're accusing me of all sorts of shit. I'm gonna get people knocking on my door looking for. Oh God, what's in your basement? They're just just weird big bags of soil and uh three by three that I'm using uh to, to dry a bunch of plants. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing all that special. But um Nothing special? No, it's it's you know, I kinda have a a HEPA filter, like yep. Jimmy rigged to the outside of the of the tent just to suck in filtered air as it yep. were into there and uh there's no no fans or anything in the tent I'm just relying on the air moving like being sucked out through um I have like a AC Infinity T4 so I That's all
0: you need, brother. Yeah. you don't really need any airflow on the buds, in fact you don't want it, you know, so Yep. As long as you're exchanging air, which you are, you're fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to do the low and slow method which um you know, you want to keep that humidity right around 60%, 60%. And it's, so I'm going to try this new new thing that I've been thinking about. I, I want to run by you and see what you think. And um, Fire away. So I found that when I put my plants in the drying tent, like freshly chopped, you know, I, had, I chop them at the base. I don't defoliate nothing. I hang them as they are, upside down in the tent like from meat hooks essentially no they're just uh they're (laughs) they're just uh what do they call them uh close clothes hangers exactly um yeah hang them like that and um the humidity is spiking you know you got all this moisture still in your buds all in the plants that's evaporating out um and, and in that phase like maybe the first five to seven days of drying you're you're battling high humidity and you're exhausting the humid air in order to keep that optimal humidity at 60 percent. and i you know i have a dehumidifier in the basement as well so i'm keeping the air in the lung room around like 50 percent you know so okay i'm bringing in that 50 percent air and then it's getting filled with that moisture from the plants and spiking up to like 60 percent and I'm, that's my my setting on my t4 60 and it's exhausting from the tent now right around like s- seven days in the plants are drying they're they're already kind of dry yeah so at that point, I'm like I'm looking at the, my, my my monitor. I'm like I'm seeing like oh the, you know humidity is 55% now, uh, the the fan's not even on right now. Oh interesting. And then like, you know a couple hours later it'll be different and the fan will be on. And so I'm thinking, maybe at that point when I see the the humidity start to be on the low side sometimes, that's when I want to take. Take my plants and put them into like tubs, you know, uh, crates or um, yeah, just big plastic tubs you can get for ten yep, bucks. Yeah, like t- totes. Totes, exactly. Yep. Whatever you want to call them. Uh, throw a couple hygrometers in there and just put put the lid on. That way you're 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 making a smaller um, space of air for for the moisture to fill up. You know what I mean? It's, you're almost Mm -hmm. starting that, that curing process during your dry. Does that make any sense?
0: No, it makes a lot of sense actually. And I, I, do something similar now. Um, if you can control the environment though, like keep it under 70, keep that humidity, you know, 55 plus, you know, 55 to 65, you can leave them there almost indefinitely. um, and they'll feel like they're too dry but they're really not once you put them in a container a sealed container they bounce right back because they still have that moisture content and if you dry it slow like that like in my experience it doesn't even need much of a cure at all just that first you know i call it like the 24 hour cure that first uh bounce back it's usually good i mean ready to smoke
1: yeah that's i i am i'm always sampling when i'm as soon as I got dry buds, it's, uh, it's fun. Now, don't
0: get me wrong. It's only going to get better as you, you know give, give it a longer cure. But what I'm saying is it's just, you know, it's ready to smoke at that point. Like, you know, as Agreed. long as you dry it slow. Now, if you dry it too fast, then I feel like you need to cure it a little bit longer to bring out that, that flavor and smell. Um, but you know, oftentimes it's like if you've dried it and it doesn't have much of a smell, it's, it's hard to really get that back,
1: you know. Yeah, it is, uh, you know, I think losing the smell is just you, you volatized terpenes and there's no, yep. there's no way you're getting those back once they're gone. It's uh, unfortunate, but um, yeah, it's just something I, I've been thinking about. You know, I kind of wanted to, like, I just noticed halfway through my dry, it seems like I like to keep them drying for like 10, 14 days, about halfway through, it's like, Oh, I'm below sixty percent now, so I wanna I'm gonna put them in a smaller space and then maybe start burping that if it starts to get over sixty percent. You know, just keep them there for you know, until I have time to trim. Really, that's that's an issue I'm facing now too. Is trimming is uh, a damn chore, man. Let me tell you.
0: Yeah, I call it trim jail. It's it's brutal.
1: Yeah, you um, know. I always. Used I find to...
0: people that that love it. They're like, "Oh, it's great." I'm like, "You haven't harvested enough yet." Like,
1: <laughs> that's all I tell. Yeah, them. no, it's it's not fun, and you know, I've I used to get mad when I would listen to growing shows and stuff like that before before I had my first harvest and I was still spending way too much money on uh, dispensary weed and. I'd get real mad, like you know what you know what sucks is is having to stand in line and spend my hard earned money on mediocre product from the 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 dispensary that's that's what I call jail <laughs> yeah you know i'm am a bit of an old man sometimes I can get get grumpy about things, but you know. As long as you
0: have your raisin bran in the morning with your minimum I find that you're actually quite <laughs> pleasurable.
1: It, it keeps me regular. Um, <laughs> the, the the weed helps too, man. And um, don't get me wrong, like trimming, it's no fun. But um, you can certainly do things to help, like uh, you know, put on nice music, nice nice lighting, you know, set the mood a little bit, invite some friends that you really trust over, and. <laughs> um, get some food for like a little break and it it's certainly easier to have i find like you have good conversation that way too,' cause, yeah yep um yeah, people are focused on trimming, not like uh looking at their cell phone or the t v or anything usually, so it's it's uh it's an interesting interesting thing man, very cool, have a little trim party. Don't don't call it trim jail.
0: Have a little party. There you go. It's all about how you exactly, think about it.
1: Exactly. But, uh, yeah, what about you? I, I saw you setting up a space, huh? Can you tell us anything yeah. about that? Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I'm just cranking away, setting up a space for uh, somebody. Basically, uh, building out the room. It's going to be about 10 by 12 by the time we're done. I um, put some. 2400 watts of LED lighting
1: in there 2400 yes Holy Jesus what I mean what uh you got a brand picked out you got like yeah I mean you got your fixtures yeah I am ready to go I've been I got a pretty good
0: relationship with geek light and um, yeah I like their 600 boards because as opposed to the there's nothing wrong with the 600 r-spec from HLG and it's actually that's a really good price right now if you want a, a quality light um, but the problem, not the problem, but the way it's designed, it's only four boards. They're basically just pushing a 480 to 600 watts. Mm. Um, and the spread on it isn't as good. The ones I get from Geeklite are six boards, so they're a little bit longer. Um, mm-hmm. So you get a much, much better spread. Nice. And, uh, you know, they're they are they're using Meanwell Drivers. HLG switched to Inventronics. Um, and the, I haven't had any problems with their drivers, the Inventronics ones, but, uh, they do run a little bit warmer than the, than the Meanwell drivers.
1: So you got 2400 watts LED light in how big of a space did
0: you say? Oh, it's, um, about 10 by 12. Okay. So it's, at the end of the day, it's not like ex- really that excessive.
1: And you're framing um, that out?
0: Yeah. Yep. Nice. Framing it out and then, uh, I haven't decided it. what we're going to use for walls. Probably, I'm probably going to just end up polyfilming it because it's yeah. in a basement, so it doesn't, doesn't really get hot. It doesn't really get cool. It uh, stays pretty medium.
1: And what, you would uh,
0: just, like anyway.
1: staple the polyfilm to the studs and then use, yep. like, aluminum, aluminum tape or whatever to, uh, to cover the staples?
0: Yeah, so in my experience, it's best to actually put the tape on before you staple that way, there the staple doesn't rip out, and I usually just use like you know white, uh, Gorilla Tape. Cool. So it bl- blends in nice.
1: Oh, it's it's a good way to do it, man. It's. Did I see you doing an outdoor garden as well? Like a little. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: you I got so much going on. I forgot. Right. Yeah. So I.
1: <laughs> I, I set up a greenhouse. Sometimes, man. It's, I, yeah, I want to uh, hear about the the outdoor too.
0: Yeah, that's actually exciting because I haven't done outdoor in a while. I've took the last couple of years off just because the last run I, I did, I ended up with a lot of bud rot. Um, mm. Up here in Massachusetts, it's it can be quite challenging. Um, you get like three or four rainy days in a row and maybe a cool day follow that up. Uh, perfect recipe for for a good case of bud rot. Um, but you got a little so like um, greenhouse. Yes, it's uh ten by twenty. Um and I got twelve auto pots in there um, growing just like I you know normally would in a 70 thirty cocoa mix um, and it's gonna be exciting I've never used the auto pots outside. this will be my first first time doing it. I think the key is to is to, is to make sure that your reservoir is gonna stay cool so uh, I actually have it um, under a deck so that's it's a great idea. It stays pretty cool. yeah.
1: I think you might be onto something there. Um, you know, letting so the far water temperature it. is something I don't hear a lot of people talk about. It, actually, that's that's interesting.
0: Well, if you get too hot, you're not going to maintain enough saturated oxygen, and you're also, um, you know, basically setting up a good breeding ground for Pythium, you know, root rot. So it's uh, definitely a good idea to, to keep the water cooler because it's going to get hot in the greenhouse. You know, so you might as well try to keep the incoming water uh, going into it, you know, cool. For sure. Now, uh, there are lots of people that have used autopods outside, and they've done quite well with them. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking it'll be pretty good. I was pretty concerned about one thing when I was setting them up. So the land that I'm on, it's like a pitch, basically. So, like, if you're standing at the top, by the time you get to the 12th plant at the back, If I had to guess, like, it's got to be at least eight or nine inch dip. And I wasn't sure whether or not the pots would, like, regulate themselves and not overflow because it's, like, on a pitch. Yeah. But they just, they figured it right out. I mean, simple. Um, I I thought I might have to build, like, a mini deck underneath it, you know, and to kind of, like, level off the whole thing. But, no, they fucking work awesome. I turned turned on the water and watched them fill and it was like bam um so i'm I'm happy
1: now what's so i I saw something um i saw something today you know i know you're you're an auto pot guy now and i I saw this thing the product called blue mod or blue mat yeah now what what what's the difference uh you know kind of sounded similar to me just in the in like the way it worked mechanically um what? Yeah,
0: it's actually a, a great question. They're both great products, in my opinion. Cool. Um, the Blue Mat is more of a, I guess you'd say, like top feeding. Um, and the AutoPot is, is definitely bottom feeding. Gotcha. The I think the caveat with, with Blue Matts is you you got to kind of like dial them in a little bit. Whereas, you know, the AutoPots is literally just plug and play. Okay. It it works every time. There's no like having to adjust valves or anything. And um, both great systems, and I'd actually recommend either one.
1: Gotcha. So um, it's it's more of like a drip system that like you have to correct. I was reading correct. something that like they they do have some. Some some technology that senses moisture level in the soil, and that it only will release water, like when the that plant is. That is one hundred percent correct. So I you know. I don't know. It sounded pretty cool if it, you know, I was just like, yeah, maybe it, I guess the only difference really would would be, you know, bottom water versus top water and of course, you know, if you're fans of a given system or setup, that's another thing too, but um no, there's there's a whole bunch of automated ways to get automated out there if uh, if you're looking to do that, for sure.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, many ways to skin that cat for lack of a no current. don't
1: don't skin cats I've been trying to tell people <laughs> this for it's it's not something we want to encourage not at all but <coughs> Are you uh,
0: kidding me my wife loves my cat more than me so <laughs> trust me I know
1: I got two I got two in there always trying to get up in the grow man but I don't let them
0: oh yeah I mean I've had some bad luck with uh, cats getting into the grow stupid me like will leave the door open and, uh, they'll get in there and chop on a couple leaves. Like they don't, there's no fuck's yeah. given. Yeah.
1: They so. will eat leaves and they can bring pests in too. You don't want. Yes. It's one of the biggest things I'd say, but, um, yeah, I'm sorry. You were talking about your, your outdoor setup. Are you, are doing, it's all sun, right? This is all sun, yep. sun grown outdoors in a, like what a clear greenhouse, right?
0: Yeah. Basically it's kind of greenish, um, it's, it's like a new style of greenhouses I've, I've seen quite a bit, and I've set up That's other awesome. ones that are similar um, for other people, and they seem to work really well. I was a little bit skeptical at first, actually. Now, do
1: you have to um, exhaust that, or do you just use, like, you know, fans in, in windows?
0: Um, so, basically, it has screens and, and vents, and I have, like, a wind tunnel effect going on, and I have one fan yep. at one end, one on the other, and then I do plan on exhausting some of that air as well. I'm going to put a 10-inch AC Infinity out there. Oh, cool. Yeah, so...
1: It should kick ass out there. That sounds great. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The the poor ladies, these are um, some Brothers in Farms genetics that I've... The plants are actually probably like 9 or 10 months old. So what happened was I I had planted the seeds, and they were in solo cups for like, for friggin' ever. Yeah. And I just, I had other shit going on, and I... I wanted to get them in one of my rooms, but I'm not really crazy about polycropping. Like I, um, I, it I'd rather grow, you know, all the same. It's just so much easier, especially when you have an automatic watering system.
1: When you're flowering, you're you're flipping yeah. you're, you're flipping these plants to flower. You want them all to do the same thing. I I get it.
0: Correct. So I I I said to myself, well, I'm going to hang on to these for uh, outdoors because I think it would work better out there. So I got. Hmm. A bunch of peanut butter breath crosses. I have peanut butter breath S1. I have some uh, peanut butter breath crossed with Mandarin cookies. Peanut butter breath crossed with Cindy 99 headband. And then there's another one. Oh, peanut butter breath crossed with black lemon cake. Ooh. And then one oddball in-house genetics turple to to round off the the, uh, bunch.
1: You know, in-house is never an oddball, man. It's uh, usually a good choice.
0: Yeah, I've always had luck with anything I've run from them. And my favorite train of all time, Slovercane, so... Yeah,
1: there you go. That's, uh, that's one of their creations. But, no, that's... Man, I wish I could do something like that here. That that sounds really cool to be able to just use the sun as it were intended, man. If If only... If only uh they'd let us grow like we we're able to. Imagine imagine how uh, how much energy you could save and Yeah, don't even get me started. You know, the the whole idea of growing plants indoors is kinda crazy when you think about it. And yeah. it's it's only because of necessity that we do it. That's so it, it it's it's really cool, man. I would, I, I envy you and, and all people who are able to garden outdoors. So enjoy it this year for sure.
0: I will be. I'm looking forward to it. It's been uh, something in the plans for a while. And at the end of the day, it really wasn't a whole lot of money to set up. Um, the tent was like under $300 for Amazon. Nice. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Just the auto pots, the cocoa, the. Um, now you're still what do you got a pretty close to your property i guess you just drive out there every couple days and fill up the res or what
0: yep basically that that's about it uh check on them and then i have um every grow i i run i put cameras in there so i can you know peek on them from afar i have remote monitoring so i can see temperature humidity um you know all that just to make sure nothing's going to get you know too out of control not that there really would be a whole lot I could do about, you know, like let's say like a crazy amount of humidity. I mean, the yeah. fans are already gonna, you know, do what it can. Um, I mean, I, I suppose you could put a dehumidifier out there. I don't know how well that would work. That would probably just be like shoveling shit against the tide.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I don't dehumidify think dehumidify like yeah. outside.
0: I, I don't even think that would work. I don't even.
1: <laughs> I I have no idea. I think honestly, I think when you're growing outdoors, you're just you're really allowing nature to just do its thing. You know, the plants, that's the thing I never really understood about people. Like, listen, I'm not saying you should like spray chemicals on your buds here in any way, shape or form, but like there's people are like, Oh, I'd never get my buds wet when, when, you know, when they're growing. But if they were outdoors, they'd be getting rained on. So like, you know buds were kind of made to get wet in a sense and it's not going to like ruin them you just got to I make mean, sure dude, they I, don't stay I wet
0: use, exactly i use friggin' zymes i'll use zymes the day before harvest yeah sometimes like uh, and i'll soak the shit out of them and they, they're fine yeah <laughs>
1: well i mean yeah <laughs> they, love, they love it certain things you, you can definitely you know, zymes you can definitely use seed to harvest but um you know I, just, I hear people say, oh, I'd never spray anything on my buds, man, I don't get them wet ever, but I'm just saying, if if you're growing outdoors, they get wet, you know, they have to deal, some days, it's like 100% humidity, Uh, some days, there's no sun, and it's just overcast all day, It's it's the course of a growing season, you know, plants deal with all different sorts of sorts of stuff, you know, like a, how about 35 mile an hour wind gusts. Um you know, they don't see that in a tent. Unless you're like oh, some f- people I've seen out there with just grow <laughs> they're they're hurricane fans like on high in their in their 3x3 and they just I just laugh sometimes. Like, yo yo, yeah. turn that shit down. Yeah, wind burn is a
0: real thing, buddy. Trust me. <laughs> but,
1: I mean, is it though? Is it?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You can burn the shit out of them with the wind. Um, it's
1: just from a prolonged exposure to to correct. wind. Okay, because yep, you know they can deal with wind gusts outdoors, but
0: yeah, usually wind burn will happen from like either the plant is too close um, to the fan or it's just like getting hit too hard. Um, most of the time an oscillating fan you're not gonna have that problem unless it's like the first plant closest to the fan. Gotcha. Um and it's just like really but yeah, no, you'll see it the it'll look like weird, like the leaves will be kinda like misshaped and sad and you can almost be mistaken yeah. for like um a dry plant, but it's just really windburned.
1: It's funny, I got a I got a tower fan in my tent. You know. And mm-hmm. it's it's Maybe three and a half feet tall, so about as tall as an average size of plant of mine, and it's blowing that air.
0: Was that a humble brag?
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, in, in, a, <laughs> sense, in, in a sense. I'm just trying to give you you know a picture a picture of the, the the size and how much air this thing's moving. You now, of course, yeah, dude, I, I can grow yeah. a nice big plant, man, for sure. But um, the the point is um, this where do you, like i was thinking it's kind of funny how how i decide which plants i keep closest to the fan you're talking okay. about like which i'm you know i i guess my thought process when i do it is i i try to pick one that has um like a little bit of i guess like space between the nodes maybe maybe some you know you can see through it a little bit it's not too uh, covered in foliage. Um, you know, it lets the wind through it a, a little bit more, I guess. There's, there's more windows in the plant for the wind to, okay. to pass through. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it has nothing to do in my mind with, like, which plant can tolerate it more, which doesn't. I never I, I would tend to agree that. with you.
0: I'm sure there are some variances. Like, certain plants might be able to withstand it a little bit more, but I don't know if I mean, I would tend to think that they're pretty much all the same that way.
1: Yeah. Know? Plus, you know, I only have the the fan on medium or whatever, so it's like if you're not blasting them, I don't think you, any one of them is going to have too much of an issue with it. But yeah, no, it's just it's funny. It's just I don't know. Just made me think about that for some reason, which which plant I choose to put closest to the fan. Um. Who knows, man?
0: Don't forget about that um, hurricane wall, man. Fan. Get I know, no I got, boys. I got
1: it in my Amazon wish list. Um, got it all, all primed for. Uh, you know, where, Amazon
0: uh, wish list, where dreams come true. All extra
1: money. It's more just where I keep like my list of things that I don't necessarily plan on buying from Amazon.
0: You need to go into there and make it private because anybody that knows your name can look up your Amazon wish list.
1: Really? And like what do you want yes. what do you want this uh sixteen inch exhaust fan and uh all these <laughs> oscillating fans and uh What are f- these meat hooks for? <laughs> the meat <laughs> Oh god. Now you got me. Now you got them Shit man. Um you, you found out my secret. It's all, it's all out there now.
0: <laughs> We're going to call you Captain Meathooks Hooks from now
1: on. Dude, no, don't, don't. Please, don't call me oh, that. you've been called worse. Please, please. But, yeah, it's, you know, growing in the summer's tough. I think, um, no matter how you do it, indoors or outdoors, it's, it's challenging. You know, growing indoors in the winter, I would say, might be the easiest way to do it, um... Yes and no. Um, just where I live. I mean,
0: yeah, I, I, I think it all depends on your situation. But, yeah, if you, if you have the right equipment, I would say that it can be less challenging in the winter. Yeah, because it's, it's sometimes harder to get that space, you know, cool. Um, but it can be a little bit easier, you know, getting it warmer.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm usually able to generate enough heat and moisture with just i grow that i don't need to worry about low temps or humidity so for me it's always a a matter of exhausting and bringing in fresh cool air so for freshness (laughs) for maximum freshness but uh yeah man it's it's cool summertime growing is a challenge I, i i gotta say after the last three days of it's been like 95 days 95 degrees and about 95 percent humidity too i i'm already looking forward to fall i'm not not a uh hot weather guy
0: yeah i don't really dig the hot weather too much myself <sighs> either um i don't mind like you know get putting on a good sweat like when I'm, i was sweating bullets that even working and just because like it's still kind of humid even though it wasn't that hot once i get going you know what I mean? I just freaking, I just go with it though. I don't mind. You know, come home, take a nice shower. Yeah. A couple of chooches off the bong.
1: <laughs> yeah, that always helps. Oh, always yeah. helps, man. I, I take a ice cold showers this time of year. Like ice cold. That's
0: actually really good for your body too. I don't want to get too far off topic, but I've read some, yeah, some studies on that, on cold showering. Dude, um, watch like a... that fight or flight response to your body.
1: Watch yeah. some, some Wim Hof videos. The Ice Man. his like, Crazy breathing technique, and he claims that he doesn't like. He, he can't like he swims in ice cold water for like these crazy distances and you know, doesn't get hypothermia. Like they tested him in labs, and it's like, what are you doing? What's your secret, bud? And he's got a he's got a YouTube channel, Wim Hof, W I M H O F.
0: I'm gonna Shout have out. to check that out. That sounds wild. It's fucking crazy. It sounds like a mind over matter thing.
1: It very much is. It very much is. Um, it's more about training yourself too to be like resistant to. Um, I don't know if it's a thing everyone can do, but man, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's, um, it's human training when you think about that. Think about it like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That's wild, though. Yeah, interesting I mean, like, stuff, he, he, dude. You uh, can swim in that ice cold water and fucking like, and, and live. Yeah. I mean, right now the water is below sixty degrees. Um, even right now, like in Massachusetts, the oceans. Ah, and that's your you could, away. You could still like get hypothermia in, in that, you know, in that too long. So
1: you could, but not him. Oh, not him. Uh, he could just that's he, a sick prick. <laughs> he could just swim. And swim, That'd be like taking a swim. bath for him. Exactly. It'd be like uh, a <laughs> walk in the park, man. Like nothing. It's but that, you know, that's it's funny. That's the thing. Like you're talking I was talking about how the temperature and humidity is, is all off. It's the it's the V P D, man. I'm just complaining about the damn VPD in the summertime being being too high. Yeah. I, I can't deal with it and neither can my plants, so that's <laughs> why that's why we get along so well
0: yeah if you can go in there and it's comfortable then chances are it's okay for them too
1: yeah that's a really good way to, to look at it that's i think you know if you, you're pushing that like edge of discomfort around for me at least like 85 if you know I, i've hit temps in my tent that are Mid eighties, I don't worry about that too much. Especially in uh, LED. with LEDs
0: you want to be running a little warmer anyway. Yeah. Mid eighties is nothing to be concerned about.
1: Now if I see like eighty eight, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm I i am i got to do something and ninety is just like shit, it's out of control. Let's let's figure this out right now. At least for this time of year. So it's all about you know Different parameters for different different growing seasons, man. It's keeping things flexible, and you got to adapt and overcome.
0: Adapt, improvise, and overcome. Now, do you still plan on uh, moving everything downstairs? I
1: don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, I think maybe long term, yes, but uh, it's gonna it's gonna require a build out, which requires a budget and time. Neither um, of mm-hmm. which I have right now. <laughs> so <laughs> it's. Uh, you hear me. You hear me.
0: I know. Oh, yeah. Lumber prices are freaking ridiculous. Oh, my
1: God, dude. They've gone up like 300%.
0: Just to give you an idea, I purchased 52 by 4s and I paid like seven something a piece for them. And <laughs> it was like a victory. That was a victory, dude, because they're like eight something everywhere. I know. I know. And I'm like,
1: you've got a good deal.
0: Yeah, everybody's like, "Wow, that's not bad." Like, not bad. A year ago, they were like two dollars and fifty cents.
1: It's wild. <laughs> it's
0: it's wild. crazy. There's no shortage, though. I don't care what anybody says. Dude, you go to any lumber yard or Home Depot, or Lowe's, the shelves are loaded with lumber. It's out there. There's plenty of it. So Let's put it this saying. way: I've never not been able to find lumber during this whole pandemic. It's just always been there. So the demand there is no friggin shortage.
1: has gone up.
0: Demand has gone up, so they raise the price. That's I mean, it. look at, right, right now, you can't even, you know, find a home because people are just snatching them up. So what what are builders going to do? They're going to build new homes. And, like, people are like, well, how do they afford to build the home? Like, how can they? They'll just work that into the price. Yeah.
1: Like, they true. have to
0: pay triple for the lumber? Well, guess what? You're paying triple for the house or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your house like,
1: costs 600000 now instead of four hundred
0: yeah yeah and that's just the way it is so i mean at the end, and it's the same thing with you know my line of work like I, somebody had commented oh you must be rich to be buying all that lumber i'm like well no i'm not rich and um you know it, it is what it is at the end of the day if you want to get a project done
1: yeah um, you gotta an invest man and you know i keep laughing money. everybody's like
0: oh i'm waiting for it to come down it might come down a little bit but it's never going to be where it was no like, you'll never see $3.00 2x4s ever again. Just not going to happen.
1: That's... Uh, I don't think uh, so. I, don't, I, I tend to agree with you. It's, once it goes up, it, it stays.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, when I first had a driving gas, was $0.97. Cents. <laughs> so, um, yep. and everybody's like, oh, you know, it'll get back down. I, I still haven't seen it below, you know, like 2 in, like, forever.
1: Uh, and now it's, like, the around the 3 pandemic, bucks, man. It was, like, just March, April last year. I saw, like, 95-cent uh, gas a gallon where I lived. It was crazy. Really? Yeah. First time cool. since I was 16. So, oh, it shit. stuck out. But, yeah, dude. It's always... I got to, unfortunately... I, I got to get going. It's getting late for me. and uh, Yeah, yeah. Th- this is you know. a
0: nice uh, podcast and we've been going quite a while. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: I hope uh, uh, there was something funny or informative or both. That's usually what we aspire to, to be yes. both things at the same time. mm mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah. I do appreciate everyone tuning in, but, yeah, it's, uh, I'm just going to have to make a, a hasty exit tonight, guys, and... We're gonna we're gonna say say good night and, and talk to everybody next time. But you have thanks everything. for listening. Make sure yeah. you
0: uh, like, follow, subscribe. You can hit us up at uh, Cultivation Conversation on IG or uh, our website CultivationConversation.com. Uh, myself at the Real Green Monster, Captain Auto, at Captain Autoflower. Feel weird. free to hit us up with questions. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. Thanks for listening. Episode ten. You guys have a great night.
1: Yep. Talk to you next time. Peace out. Peace.